Welcome to Keeping It Kingdom. It's your boy, Sly here. Hey, and just remember, Keeping It Kingdom is not just a saying, it is a lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ, those that are not followers, man, we welcome you here um, today. Ah, today is going to be an exciting day where you get to meet a friend of mine that I've met about three weeks ago. Um, it's crazy because we were connecting at church. I remember walking from the green room, he's singing um, a song and I happened to be singing the same song and church is over. And uh, we just looked and was like, man, where I know you from? I don't know, I know where I know you from. And so uh, we began to unpack some, some common friends that we have, which was pretty cool, some kingdom relationships. And so I really want you to enjoy <clears throat> this, uh, this pod today and how God has moved in his life. And so, um, welcome, Robbie. Thank you. What's up, bro? What's up? How's man, it going? Man, I am, look, that, that, that worship set we did right before this. Yeah. Um, Micah, you, 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 you like that too? It was all right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We got Micah Speck in the building. So, uh, one of my guys I've been mentoring and discipling for some time, he's just hanging out with me today. Uh, but Mr. Robbie, man, we gotta, we gotta talk. Like you, we had an opportunity to talk a little bit about your, your testimony. Yeah. Um, and it's cool that you got this Bible. Let's start with this real quick. Yo, yo, sh show the cameras. This is the OG Bible right here. Check this out. This is one of the, the, the original FCA athlete Bibles, bro. Let's go. I mean, he I got, got that this thing. thing. In like seventh grade, which was, I mean, almost six years ago. Okay. Um, my coach gave it to me. So what school were you at? Let's go and jump into it. So <clears> oh, yeah. Okay. Let's, 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 let's go with it. Let's all go. right. All right. So um, I grew up in this small town called Rendon, Texas. Rendon. Rendon, Texas, all my life. Um, so I was going to like Mansfield schools. Okay. Uh, so I went to like Tarver Rendon Elementary. Okay. Went to Donald Shepard Intermediate, supposed to go to Job until I moved to Burleson. Okay. And I was going to Kerr Middle School, sixth and seventh grade. And seventh grade, I started playing football and everything like that. And um, this dude named Walker Jackson comes up to me. And um, like, I know he's a Christian. He knows I'm a Christian. Now, is Walker a student? Is he a. No, he's a coach. Okay, coach. Yeah, Coach Jackson. And he was like, yo, we got, I want to start this thing here. It's called FCA. And I'm working hold with... On, hold on, Shout out to Coach Jackson. Yeah, shout out Coach Jackson. Let's go. Um, so he wants to start FCA. Yeah, he wants to start FCA. Okay. He's talking to this dude about uh, getting it at our school and everything like that. And he was like, so let's do it. And so we have a couple sessions. And I'm about the third or fourth session. Not everybody's got a Bible. Mm. And so he's like, I'm going to get some Bibles. Ten bucks for each one of these. And so I was just like, all right, what translation is it? <laughs> and he was like, you can get anything. So I was like, all right, bet. I got the NLT. Shout out to NLT. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Put my own Bible markers in there for I each see. book of the Bible Let's and everything go. like that. Highlighted, you know, the whole Sermon on the Mount. So, you know, we got it locked in. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so that was my first uh, kind of introduction to uh, FCA and stuff so, like that. So let me ask a question about that. Did y'all meet like in the morning? Was it, you yeah. know, 
Oh. It was right before football practice. So we're talking like 6.30? Like 6.37. Mm. So, wow. Yeah. That means you had to get up at 5.30? Yup. Shout out to my shout out to my pops for uh, waking up that early to take me. Yeah, because at that age, you ain't driving. Yo, facts. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. I just go in there, wake him up, be like, hey, I got to go to this thing. He was like, all right, cool. Let's do it. Okay. So was this... Just athletes? With, I mean, did you have a mixture of people? At first, it okay. was just athletes. Okay. At first, it was just athletes. And then um, people from other areas wanted to come join in as well. Okay. So we're, so you're now at FCA, mm-hmm. and Coach Jackson has you plugged in. What, what's next? Man, it was... It was a really crucial time in my life because like I'm going through you know the young stages of becoming a man and everything like that and um through having a god-fearing person leading me during that time in school and then also outside of school I'm still going to youth group still going to church and everything but having him at school was crucial to not only my growth but me being persistent with God. Okay, so ex- explain it. What, what were some things that you would say benefited you from having a God-fearing man at school? Because we can assume what a young man or even a young woman may encounter, struggle. Yeah. Uh, but can you give just, you know, just put a few benefits to having a God-fearing man um, in your life at school, because there's probably someone that's going to watch this that works for a school right. that fears God and loves God, but doesn't know that it's valuable to be known Yeah, um, for it to be known that they are a follower of Christ. Whenever you have somebody that is always coaching you, no pun intended, but is always there to uh, celebrate your wins with you mm. and then catch you whenever you fall, but then also teaches you to be bold with your faith, that's whenever you like skyrocket. And so for me, how it really affected me was because I was more bold. I was able to have an accountability during class so I couldn't act out no more. I couldn't talk back to my teachers no more where I got reminders that I can't do that. And that came in the form of pushing 45 pound uh, weights across a grass field not fun, mm. but it taught me a really valuable lesson of respect. Okay. That's good. That's and good. That's what like the young me needed a sense of respect for people and a sense of respect for adults, especially. Mm. Mm. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Um, And so as far as I remember, like FCA in seventh grade was lit, bro. Like we had, Meetings almost every week, um, with the exception of like holidays and things like that. We met on Wednesday at around 7 a.m. roughly, and um, it grew. It grew huge. So we talk, when you say huge, we're talking about like five, ten people? I'm talking mm-hmm. about like the whole football team plus some. Um, everybody that wanted to be there was there, so and that was, probably, that was probably like 75% of our people. And okay, okay. I wanted to carry this energy into the next year too. Okay. And then my mom and dad hit me with the, all right, we're moving. 
And I was just like, we're moving. What? And they're like, yeah, we're moving. And so you're going to have to be in the opposite rival school for this upcoming, like the rest of your school. So life. you just got locked in the FCA, found your people. Yeah. Now it's time to. Woo. Yep. Now it's time to dip. And I mean, it was just across the town. So it's not like that big of a deal, but new group of people. Mm-hmm. And whenever I got to the school I was at for eighth grade, it was not the same. There was no FCA. There was no um, accountability. There was coaches screaming, yelling, not trying to back us up, not trying to help us during class, not trying to be the same person to celebrate our wins with us because we always lost because we sucked. <laughs> um, like our team was not good that year at all. Y'all really needed Jesus. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Man, there's some only things that God can do. Mm. And that was one of them, our winning, our, like we had A, B, and C team. Um, I was on C team in seventh grade at the good school. I was on A team in eighth grade yeah, at yep. the new school. That's how, that's how butt we were. Mm. But, um, yeah, I mean, God was still working in my life at that time. Still okay. people at church discipling me and stuff like that as well. So you had people at church discipling you. Yep. And then when you were in seventh grade, you had, um, the ability to have some teachers, um, or people around that, that would pour into you. Exactly. Uh, they were present. Um, and that's cool. So eighth grade, no FCA at all? Not okay. at all. So what's your next experience with it? Is that it or? Nope. My next experience with it was, um, 10th grade, but I'm, I'll get there. I'll get okay. there. Okay. Um, so eighth grade year, we're not that great, but one of our coaches, shout out coach Kane is, a Christian and like, like to this day, one of the best people that I know. And, um, he was there still doing the same thing that coach Jackson was doing, not with the organization of FCA though, and not with the backup of his other coaches as well. And so still trying to preach God to us, still trying to show us the importance of having Jesus in our lives. And through all of this, I just got set on fire. Like, I was I was kindling in seventh grade, but I also had an environment around me that it was healthy to be on fire. But whenever you're in an environment where it's not healthy to be on fire and you know God can still move there, it reminds me of like Jonah. Like one of the reasons that he he did not want to go where God was telling him to go is because he knew that God was gonna move there. Mm. But I had this drive to change people around me. And some would call it delusional. Some would call it spirit-filled. I call it a little bit delusional and spirit-filled. <laughs> <laughs> this and that. This and that. It's yes and. Yeah. Um, but, and so, um, through all that, you know, I'm still being coached up by really important people in my life. Um, my youth pastor at the time, coach, not coach, his name is Travis Brubaker. He just moved to Alabama to go to this church called Soma. Okay. Alabama. Alabama. And, um, yeah, I, I miss him. But um, he was really helping me in my walk because he was like, all right, you're, in, you're on fire. Let's direct you to where somebody isn't on fire and where somebody doesn't have Jesus. But this takes a new level of boldness mm. that, to be honest with you, I don't think I was ready for for that season. But 
my delusional spirit-filled self was like, all right, let's just let's put on the suit. Let's put on the pads. Come on. I'll hit him. And this leading into ninth grade, um, over, over that time, going on fire, going on this. And then I find out that high school is a lot different than middle school. High school is a lot different than middle school. Coaches are tougher. Teachers are tougher. Still don't have FCA. And talk to Coach Kane, then moves up to the high school level. And I'm just like, I feel like we got to get this here. He was like, yeah, I know that Coach Jackson at Kerr Middle School is doing it, but um, I want to. Let's push for it. Doesn't happen. The entire year. Mm. We go into, like, we want to go into, like, deep dives with our with our athletes and everything like that. And, like, a lot of them are Christians. A lot of them are in church every Sunday. But we just don't have that organization to pull in other people, if that makes sense. And so we go the entire year until about the spring, you know, COVID hits. And, okay, um, so we're in 2020 now. Yeah, we're okay. in, we in 2020. Um, and our coach at the time is stepping away. He's going to a small town called Peaster. And so he's still in Texas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I think it's over there by like, um, I don't even know where it's over by, but it's a small town. Uh, just like the little corner store. That was you their, know, that, that I think that was their first. Everybody got. <laughs> <laughs> There's just one. There's just one uh, vending machine that's right. like blinking. That's it. Yeah. At the stoplight. Yeah, that's Pista right there. You <laughs> keep going. Oh, now you're back in Randon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, we're getting word that we're getting a new coach. And there's a couple names in the air of who it's going to be. Can you say what high school you was at? Burleson High School. Okay. Okay. Cool. I just want to have context. Yeah. Okay. Cool. There's a couple a couple names floating in the air. Of Deion Sanders. Nah. No. Deion Sanders. I'm but just saying, I mean, <laughs> imagine having Deion as your high school yeah, coach. Facts. Coach Prime. You know what I mean? Coach Prime. It's showtime. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Okay. So not Deion. Not uh, Deion. Okay. Um, he was in the NFL though. Yeah. Oh. For a few years. Um, man, let me let me get one more guess at this. Tony Romo. Nah. Because no. you know that boy can coach. I mean, he can he he can he can I mean he is a great um TV coach. Oh yeah. I mean that for boy sure. there. He knows everything. So it wasn't Romo, it wasn't Dion. Was it Romo? Who was it? His name is John Kitna. For real. Yeah. Let's go. John so you get, Okay. I get John Kitna as my coach. Let's go. And then we have another coach. That's coaching with him. His name's Philip Tanner. Both of them played on the Cowboys. Coach Kitna played. So y'all was stacked over there. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. yeah, we were good too. Okay, like we went almost undefeated that year. I, I vaguely remember that now. Yeah. Okay. We we were we were pretty decent. Did y'all have some Jesus over there? I mean, oh. were y'all messing around with Jesus over there? Oh yeah, Coach okay. Kitna is to this day also one of the most on fire like spirit-filled coaches I've ever met. Mm. And a few first days of practice during the summer, whenever we are allowed to do all that now, because UIL rules um, was like, nah, because COVID, you can't practice, you can't do whatever. Our first day of practice goes great. Our corner, Trey Allison, we are able, like he's going great. Next day, I'm sorry, same day, 
passes away in a car crash. Whoa, 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 whoa. I wouldn't run that back. So give me, give, give me, run that back. I'm, uh, yeah. Oh, that was, that was fast. So I mean, we've been having Zoom calls. We've been having the Google meets. And then y'all have practice. Going over plays and stuff like that because UIL is like, you can't practice yet. Cope right. is going crazy. First day of camp. Very first day of camp. Goes great. Same night. He's playing volleyball. Same volleyball. Gets in the car. He wasn't even supposed to be in that car, really. And then gets hit by a drunk driver. It was almost instant, though. But, um, yeah. And so wow. that wrecked our team. Wrecked all of our seniors. Because he was a junior. And I'm a sophomore now. And, like, he's supposed to, you know, be the next guy. You know? Like, people already ranking him on the Texas rankings and stuff for cornerbacks. And, you know, I know that he had faith in God, though. That's what's up. And so I can I can rest now in that. Right. Like, I know where he's at. And I know that he's then. rejoicing with the Lord. Yeah. It still had to be tough then, but I, what I love is that you had two coaches. That's some solid coaches to yeah. have going through a season like that. It was, it, and I know it was tough for them as well. But man. So I want to touch on a couple other coaches as well. Okay. Oh, okay. Y'all was deep. Coach, okay. Coach Ron Allen. He's a doctor. He has his own podcast about ministry and stuff like that. He's also there. A couple other coaches, devout Christians that he brings on. And so we go through this grieving time where we don't have practice for like a week, two weeks. And whenever we do start coming back, he's like, don't come back unless you're ready. And so a couple of our seniors didn't come back, like, for another two weeks. A couple of our juniors didn't come back for another two weeks. But, yeah. And so all during all this time, racism's going crazy. World's going crazy. Put your mask on. Everybody's going crazy. Talking about whatever this, that, the other. Trey passes away. And so I have a conversation with Coach Kit, and I'm just like, I think that our team needs somebody here all the time, almost like uh, like a chaplain. And, like, I, have, was in this, I was in this organization, the seventh grade. So you and Coach having this conversation one-on-one. Mm -hmm. -on -one. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, I was in this organization in seventh grade. Hold on real quick. Shout out to Co Coach Kidna. Yeah, Coach Hopefully Kidna. you see this. I hope he like, sees this. I'm going to send it to him. This is a beautiful story. This is, this is what's up. Okay. Seventh grade, whenever I was doing FCA stuff, mm -hmm. tell Coach Kit, yo, I was in this. He was like, dude, I love FCA. Let's do it. Within a week, a dude named Turner pops in. Turner who? Turner Schwartz. Taylor, you hear this? I hear this. This, Taylor, how is this possible? These kingdom connections? Yeah. This is crazy. You said it right there. Kingdom connections. Like the <laughs> Michael, you don't know why I'm tripping out, but <laughs> so Turner, um, I know Turner through FCA as well, through Ken. So Ken and Ken Butler and Turner um have, have done some kingdom business together. Yeah. And the fact that I met you, you were you were serving 
in the worship ministry one Sunday, me and you cross paths, have some conversations. Mm-hmm. We go to a first watch and we're there for like three hours. You get to meet a friend of mine that, that has been healed yep. from brain cancer that led to this to find out that you also know Turner and Lauren Garza. Yeah, shout out Lauren. She gonna be watching Mo, this man, too. This is this is wild. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. And so Turner Schwartz, uh, War, Warts, Swartz, Schwartz, Schwartz. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to butcher your name. Sorry, yeah, bro. <laughs> sorry. Um. So he's he's there like next week, and so I'm like, all right, Coach Kit is a man of mission and action, so I can trust him. And um. So yeah, and so we start we start having FCA meetings. And we get the whole team there. It's almost mandatory. Like, you know, like whenever coach say, like, you don't got to come, but it's at 630, mm-hmm. you, you better be there. Right. And so we we have a meetings 45 minutes before practice, and we're kind of missing practice sometimes because we're just in the word together. And, yeah, it's like that. And Turner, bro, one of the best pastors I've ever heard preach the word. And it is a beast, bro. Facts. And, um, but yeah, and so we pack it out. And then we get people from other venues of the school as well. So not just football. Okay. But it's open to the other sports. And as far as I remember, we opened it up to like, a lot of areas and we start packing this thing out like crazy. We already had like 150 plus ballpark. That's wild. And then like peaks, you know, like those, those one, those one, those one days, whenever you got like 200, you know, like, Mm. yeah, that, that started to be our regular. And so it gets to about like October, November ish playing football and everything like that. Season's going great, by the way. Um, Jalen, uh, John's son, committed to Florida. And everything's great. I'm on scout team offense against varsity. I was on JV at the time. And I'm on scout scout team offense. For people that don't know what that is, it's for whenever the varsity is getting reps, like everybody else is going to go up against them to give them a good look uh, for the upcoming game and stuff. And so I line up at slot receiver, not a slot receiver, guys. I'm a tight end, defensive end, <laughs> nose tackle. Tim Tebow over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we actually did like, you know, like the Tim Tebow, like jump pass. Yeah. We had a play for that. Um, I'm sure y'all had all kind of tricks. Oh, man. Yeah. It was it was crazy. So you I still have a, I still have like a five subject notebook filled with all of the plays. I'm not going to do anything with them though. Don't. Yeah. 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 Don't find me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I line up at slot receiver. I read the chart and it says run a, run a three yard little out route. And this dude named TD. He's about six, four. This don't sound good. <laughs> don't sound good at all. When you're, when you're starting this out. And uh, mm. our quarterback, like, floats the ball a little bit. Um, his name Dylan Riola. 
He's also committed to Georgia now. This this dude's a beast. But yeah, he floats the ball a little bit. Um a little bit too too soft. And so I catch the ball, I get turn up, boom. See this guy. I get leveled mm. by T D. I get leveled concussion instantly. I don't really say anything because I'm not trying to miss the game because I just love I'm in love with football. Like if I'm being real at that time, football was an idol in my life and I needed to trash it, but I didn't want to. And so God being God used the situation for his glory. And so I'm going to occupational therapy and things like that. Mm. And so I'm having to miss a lot of school. I'm already doing classes online and things like that. Um, but I'm still having to miss school. And these attendance assignments that we're doing. So, like, I would have to do this assignment for me to be counted there. Because I'm not even in class. I'm at home chilling. Um, and so this is what I got to do to be kind of not, you know, truant, really. Right. And doing all these. But so, like, those are excused absences until like they're cleared as absences like not absent Mm -hmm. basically and so me being away they're all unexcused so i'm just racking up absences absence 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 so i talked to my mom and dad and i talked to coach kitna too and i was just like i don't know what i can really do about this like just being real i'm not gonna come back and play football because this I, to be honest, this was like my fourth or fifth one. And yeah. And so praise be to God that I don't have no brain injuries or things like that. The screen, the scans are clear. Mm. Thank God. Yes. But tell coach K, I'm not going to come back really. Um, if I do might be a trainer, but the way that these absences are lining up, I'm just going to have to do school away at least for this year. Okay. And so, um, I left, are we in 2021, 22? Where are we at now? We're still in 2020. Oh, it's still 2020. Okay. Okay. November, 2020. And, um, so he's like, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. And so in December, that break that happens between first and second semester, um, I don't come back for second semester and I start doing school on uh like online through books and everything like that with my parents like guiding and stuff like that and through all this still doing therapy still trying to learn how to like center my eyes properly still trying to go into physical therapy to figure out like where my head's at like on my body because like i would think that this is straight sometimes whenever i need to sit up straight you know what i'm saying wow and but i got healed God Amen. healed me through all that. Amen. And I'm thankful for the for the doctors and stuff that were put in those places to be able to coach me through different exercises and things like that. And there was this there was this one that I really didn't like because it hurt so bad on my eyes. But like this string had like three little beads on it. And I was supposed to like focus on all three of them. And that, like if my doctor hadn't shown me that, I I would still be like looking cross-eyed right now. But I got healed through that. I'm, I can read better now. I can see better now than I did prior. Say what? 
Wow. Yeah. After the concussion, you hear like concussion so, stories like Aaron Hernandez, and he's not the same like he used to be ever. But God used that situation to show me that life is better with him. Ooh. That my sight's clear. So you 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 got something taken away from you that you absolutely love, that you recognize was an idol. And through the healing piece, and I don't want to go as far as saying, I don't want to take the words out of your mouth by saying that the concussion revealed that football was an idol, but some things were revealed. Yep. And through the healing process, God was able to help you to be able to see things more clearly. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. I had a, so I'm more than a physical blindness i had a spiritual blindness while i was playing football you know that reminds me of mark 8 with jesus yeah you know he's doing what he does going to see people and some friends bring um, a guy who's blind to him and jesus spits on his eyes puts his hands on him and the second time the man is healed and he says, I can see clearly now. But when Jesus asked him, what does he see? He said, I see people that look like trees walking. And so theologians and stuff, when they break this down, you know, they, they help us to understand that if the man was born blind, he would never know what people look like. He would mm. never know what trees look like. So they said that this wasn't a physical blindness. This was a spiritual blindness. And the cool part about this is really at the end and I think it might have been after multiple times after I've read this text is Jesus tells him not to go back into the village. Tells him, don't go back. Mm. And like, this is a story that speaks to me. So when you're saying this, like we, I, we won't get into mine, but for time's sake, yeah. but, but I would just say for those that are watching and those that are listening, when you're healed, don't go back. Mm. Don't go back to that place until Jesus tells you to go back to that place. Because he told this man, don't go back. Yeah. If he tells you to go back. If he tells you. Yeah. Because where he just healed you, what he just healed you from, and how he just healed you can can become undone. Could you imagine if I went back? Man. I would have fell in love with football again. I got to limit how much I watch it now. Mm-hmm. Because I know what's better. Wow. That's good. That's mature. Yeah. That's spiritual maturity right there. I love that. Yeah. But let's let's fast forward. Yeah. So concussion happens. We go through therapy. Um, so this is sophomore going into junior year. Yep. How does how does this actually pan out? Like like what what's the end of the? No, I don't want to say end of the story because we're always on a journey, right? Right. Um, but but I do know, and I'm gonna read the scripture real quick because this this came into mind when you were starting the story off, just about having um, people that are God fearing people um, in our lives because sometimes we need to understand what respect is. We need to understand how to honor people. So this is Second Timothy three. Um, chapter three. So it says, uh, so you know this, Timothy, that in the last days, there will be very difficult times for people will love only themselves and their money 
They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride and love pleasure rather than God. Mm. They will act religious. <laughs> this is the NLT. But they will reject the power that can make them godly. Mm. Stay away from people like that. This is wild because, man, we live in a time. That's you so can prevalent. That. Yes. Right. And so it is important for us to have people in our lives that will help us humble ourselves. Yep. <clears throat> and that will allow us to see the Holy Spirit in them so that we can be like, man, like I, that coach right there, that's, that's my dude right there. Um, Robbie, like, take us, take us to junior, senior year real quick, and then we're going we gonna to get ready to wrap this thing up. And Yeah. But yeah. So uh, junior, senior year, I just do at home, like, in a short amount of time, within, within a year, I finished junior and senior year. And so after, after I finished everything. So you graduating at what, what age? Like, like 16. Wow. 16, almost 17. Wow. Yep. Let's go. And um, after that, I was just like, all right, what do I want to do? And God's like, I'm going to put you on mission. And I was like, all right, what does that mean? And so he put opportunities um, for me to use my musical gift. Um, so you, 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 you do music? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. Now, so, so what we do, we, we, you, you play, I mean, you like play the flute. I mean, no, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The harp harp. Yeah. No, okay. no, I'm joking. No, no, no. I play uh, guitar, electric, acoustic, bass, guitar, low key. I can play drums, but not as great as I can play guitar though. What like when were you learning this? Yeah. Like so, where did um, this come from? Whenever I was like six years old, I got like my dad was in like cover bands and stuff like that, and I was just surrounded by music all the time. Mm. And um, so like my top three, this might be controversial. Top three artists all time: Michael, Michael who Jackson. Oh, ain't no controversy about that. Prince. I'm repping the shirt right now. Depending on the age group, because a lot of people don't understand how. Yeah, yeah. Pr Prince is, is solid. Okay. Who's, All right. Who's three? Three. I'm not gonna say Taylor Swift. I'm sorry for everybody that <laughs> wants me to say Taylor Swift. She's not up there. There's people praying for you right now. They're mad. <laughs> <laughs> Stay mad. The Swift fans are mad, Stay. and then you, and then you got the Beehive that's out there. Like he better say the Beehive. <laughs> go go ahead. Who's number three? I'm curious. <laughs> John Mayer. Robbie. I I respect that. Yeah. Only because I went to a concert. Mm-hmm. And I did not know that that man. He liked that. Like that dude right there. Yeah. John Mayer as a artist is... And he's they need to put some respect on his name. Facts. But because of all that stuff with the, you know, Taylor Swift, everybody wants to trash on him. Yeah, they probably stopped the pie. They probably lost a couple yeah. <laughs> couple people on that. They're probably like, I'm deleting this. Yeah. Um, keeping a kingdom. What? Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> okay. Not, not okay. with John. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, no. 
So I'll extend y'all some grace. Right, right. Or just pray for us. Let's pray for Maybe us. Maybe we're wrong. Yeah. Maybe we're wrong. It's, it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Highly possible. So so you you've you're around music, fathers yeah. doing cover bands. Yeah, and so whenever I'm like eight, I like I really want to play guitar. So I start learning a little bit. And I just start gradually getting better, gradually getting better, okay. gradually getting better. And then God installs this leadership um trait in me. And so I can teach other people how to get good at what they want to do as well. And so I, what I uh, specialize in with that is like helping them grow in their guitar abilities, bass, whatever, whatever they want to accomplish in those areas. I can help them get there. Um, And so, yeah. And so I've been playing guitar. I'm 18, but. Shocker. I know a lot of people like, what? (laughs) I think it's the first All the people that left are now back. They're like, man, I'm glad it resumed at this spot. Right, He can right. stop Trash and Taylor. <laughs> uh, oh, man. And, um, yeah, so I've been playing for, like, 10 years. I should be better than I am, but, like, um, God's done wonders in the gift that he's given me mm. through music. Glory to God. And so right now, I do music ministry, but, you know, I also do, like, guitar lessons and stuff on the side. That's what's up. Hey, hit him up. There yeah. you go. How, how could If they wanted to um, get a hold of you to do lessons, how could they get a hold of you? What's um, your handle? Y'all can follow me at the Robbie Petherbridge, P-E-T-H-E-R-B-R-I-D-G-E, on uh, Instagram. But then we'll, we'll chat further after that, y'all. Yeah. We'll chat sure. further after that. For sure. Okay, so now we're, we're playing. I mean, you're using your gifts. Yep. Um, done with school. Okay, done with school. I don't have a feeling that... I don't have a calling at the time that I need to go to college of anything. So I was just like, all right, so what am I going to do? And so I started serving in the youth ministry. Um, like, I'm still of age of the youth, so I'm a student leader. And so I'm leading worship at um, my church, Cross Crossroads Arlington. Okay. And um, yeah, and so I'm doing that, doing that, growing in my musical ability. Still can't sing, but I'm doing it for God. Right. And Always um, do it for God. Exactly. He just blesses it every mm-hmm. time. And so um, 17, start just building upon the, the um, foundation that has already been set meeting new people to be able to do this on a broader scale. And then my mentor who's been with me since freshman year, mm. Brock Jones, everybody go listen to his music, a saint on everything. A S A I N T. Um, this dude is crucial in my life. So you met him freshman year. <clears throat> so you've had guys passing the torch. That's what it's, that's what's keep, that's what that's keeping the kingdom. That's keeping the kingdom. Like you may not be with someone for their entire lifetime. Like we was kind of having this conversation a little earlier, me and Micah. Um, seasons of life change, but we. But if you're a mentor to someone, um, like you don't just take your hands completely off, right? Yep. And so. What you're saying is that Brock came in at the right time. Yep. Because you had somebody laying the foundation, starting to lay the foundation. Um, and, and, I, and I would, I don't want to erase you growing up in church, 
but I would say your seventh grade year is when there was some tilling happening and some seeds being sown, and then here comes Brock. Yep. You know, ninth grade year, and you got Coach Kitten. I mean, you, you, bro, you surrounded. Stacked. Right. I love it. Well, you, you finna, you, you finna show me something? Oh, yeah. Okay. What you got? Um, the verse that, like, he lives by, Brock lives by. Okay. He's also kind of installed into me, James 410. And it says, you want to turn it real well, quick? Go ahead. Cause, All right, cool. I'll let you it read. says, humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. And if that's not my testimony, I don't know what is. We can walk out. Everything's done. That verse, it. That's it. I was not humbling myself whenever I was playing football. I was not saying, hey, God, here's what I'm presenting to you as me being a living sacrifice. Right. I'm not dying to myself. I want to live for myself. Mm. And then, but through Brock, like, he hasn't, he hasn't not shown me what it's like to be godly. He hasn't not shown me what it's like to carry your cross. Those are great characteristics when you're looking for a mentor. We talked about this. Like, like there should be ladies, whoever, like young ladies, if you're watching this, and I say young ladies, at any point in time in your life, there should be a standard. Yep. My mentors, like, how do they treat their wife? Yep. I don't care how good you preach. They treat your wife. Facts. Facts. Whenever you can see how somebody talks to them, how they live with their family. Man, kids. You, you had DJ on this last episode, and he was talking about his guy. Like, right. he didn't need to know all the ins and outs of your life for you to come hang out with me. I just want to be there for you. That's what it's like. That's what keeping a kingdom's like. Yeah, yeah. And that's what keeping it 100 is. Yeah. And people talking about, like, keep it 100. You don't know what that's really like until you're put in dirty situations mm. and you're letting God draw straight lines with crooked sticks. Mm. Ooh. You don't you don't know what it's like to keep the kingdom yet. You, need, you still need some wisdom put into you. Let's come on. That's good. And um, but through Brock, I'm hanging out with him. We're riding together, um, doing shows together. I'm in his band and stuff. And I'm just seeing the ins and outs of his ins and outs of his life. I'm seeing how it's like to live godly as a man. And I forgot to mention this earlier, but along with Coach Kitten's help and Brock, like I've been able to defeat a porn struggle. Mm, let's in, go. In my life that I held so tightly because I didn't understand scripture. That I held so, so close to me. So... You said something big there. Yeah. Because you didn't know how to. We don't even got to say it. Take me through that. So so what happened? What 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 was the shift? Um, Really just wanting to know more of why I should live in a certain way. Mm. Why I shouldn't look at girls like that. Why I shouldn't treat people like they're trees walking. And treat people like people. So was this Coach Kitna or Brock that, that was like definitely like, Brock. Brock. So Brock pointed you to God's word. Yep. Every time. The oh. Every time I go through something, every single time there's trial, tribulation, whatever. He's like, Did you read? Did you pray? Because if you want to know wisdom, ask for it. But don't be bold enough to ask for wisdom unless you're ready to accept the answer. Mm. 
And that's a proverb there. Yeah. Mm. And so like huge shout out to Brock. Like, love you, bro. Like if I, if I did not have him in my life, I would not be where I am today. So where I am today, um, still doing music ministry, things like that. And, um, serving at trademark students, trademark church in Fort Worth. Shout, Shout out, out Lauren Gaza. Shout out Lauren. Yo. Uh, yeah. So that's what's up. Helping, man. helping do worship there, but more importantly, um, doing small groups and things like that. Um, leading the middle school boys. And wow. The reason, like, to be honest with you, I'd rather do high school. But I also know whenever I was in seventh grade how crucial it was for Walker Jackson to be in my life during those times. Even though I can't be with them at school, I can still be with them in this walk of life. So what you're saying is don't despise small beginnings. Mm. Well, what's that verse in First Timothy? First Timothy four twelve. Four twelve. Don't yeah. look down on me because of, or don't don't let someone look down on you because of your age. Exactly. Because instead, you're young. Instead, set an example for them. And what you say, and how you live, and how you love, and exactly. your purity, and in your faith. Yeah, and on, that's good. Helping people like figure out what their purpose is, right? And figure out like how to walk it out. So the kingdom mindset I like with that is you're saying I'm not going to be tied to just being with the seniors, although that's my preference, and we know that. God doesn't care about your preferences. He wants your obedience. Yep. And you're saying, you know what, God, if this is, if you want me with the, with the junior high boys, send me, I'll go. Right. But when we get stuck in our flesh, it makes us feel good if we're with the older boys because yeah. they're the cool ones, right? They're not the goofy ones that can barely pay, pay attention. And, yeah. Whenever I ask you know, a question, it's all crickets. crickets. Right. And it's, it's interesting because I've had this conversation before. Like it, it, Jesus ran into that where sometimes it'd be crickets. Yeah. But when there was crickets, he would just ask another question. But here we are. We're like, well, I'm going to ask one question. If, and if it doesn't go the way that I feel yeah. or I want, then I'm going to. Jesus is like, no. Or sometimes Jesus is asking it. you a question just to sit on the question. Yeah. Whenever he's like, do you love me? No, but do you love me? Right. Ask the same question again. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like, you know that I love you, Lord. No, 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 no. Now, do you love me? All right, then. Now we can get somewhere. Right. Do these things for me, even though this is of the lowest of people. Yeah. Whenever people disregard the youth, mm. whenever people want to look further, mm. they're like, oh, now they'll get it in college. Nah, bro. I ain't promised tomorrow. So, you know, what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it in gear and I'm going to go full force. Let's go. And that's exactly the culture that we're, that um, our youth pastor has built. I love it. Shaq Mathis. What up, is, Shaq? Which is actually Lauren's boyfriend. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. And um, that's what's up. Yeah. And I love where I'm at right now. Man, that's awesome. Bro, that is so awesome. Man. And it's, it's so crazy that all of this thing, all of these things happen in a such short amount of time. I was able to get realigned and in the same way put on another mission because I was doing things for God, ninth grade, 10th grade when I was playing football. 
but it comes with a much more hefty price whenever you're doing it outside of a comfortable area. Mm. And to be honest, bro, if it wasn't really for FCA, like during school, I would not have soared to the levels that I did with leadership, with boldness, because of people like Coach Jackson and Turner having the boldness to put on the righteousness of God Come on. and to walk it out. People like me would, I don't even want to think of where I would be right now. I'd still be looking at whatever. Mm. I'd still be entertaining the devil mm. instead of turning away, fleeing instantly. Come on. That's good. And then deeper than that, if it wasn't a mentor like Brock in my life, where at my most broken state, I come to him and he's like, nah, bro, you are good, bro. God still calls you to be qualified. God still calls you to be great. God still calls you to walk out your faith, right. even though you don't feel like it because you don't qualify yourself. That's right. If, if you do everything right tomorrow, does that guarantee you a spot in heaven? Mm. Nah. If you do everything right according to you, that, that oftentimes does not go right according to God. And so that's something that I've just had to acquire humility over and over time and time again. Because if I wanted to do everything Robbie's way, man. Things would not be kingdom mindseted. Bro, that's why we got to die to ourselves. Exactly. It's better to what? Man, die daily, baby. Yeah. Man, and we gonna, Robbie, it's been a absolute honor. Man, thank you so much for having me on here. Thank you for sharing your gift of vulnerability, man. This has yeah. been awesome just to be able to hear how God has been moving in and through your life, but through um, kingdom relationships, right? Yeah. Um, it, it just goes to show that... Um, Men, women, followers of Christ, it is important that we um, not just be sayers, but doers. Right. Right. We are called to be disciples who make disciples. And when we do that, we're keeping it kingdom. Yep. There are lives at stake. There are souls at risk. Yep. But are you ready to go do the work? You got to die. You got to die. Yep. And it's much better if you die. And so... Fam, um, man, this has been uh, an amazing time um, just hanging out with Robbie and hearing the story and, and Micah and Taylor. Hey, Taylor, can we can we show some pics, man? This is this is some stuff. Robbie got to see this. Uh, yo, this is this is crazy. Yo, what's this? Over in Mansfield, Texas, bro. So you start talking about FCA. And so I was like, man, let me. Uh, this is last. This is over the last seven days. Not this past Wednesday, but the Wednesday before up until this past week. So that was a Wednesday before, Thursday before. What times are these at? Oh, the first one was at 6.50. This one's at 6.50. This is what? Lake Ridge, all right? This is at 8 o'clock at a middle school in Mansfield. What? Then the next one, this is at Summit High School. You can't see the other side. There's a whole other side over here. I didn't get in the photo. This is at 10 o'clock. This is at Mansfield High School. This is at um, uh, 10.30. That is crazy. This is at Legacy High School. Oh, this yeah, is the, crazy. They, they gave us like a little bitty section, right? It was like a little small section. And then all these students showed up. It was wild. And then this is at a middle school. This is at Western Middle School. Um, and this is at 8 o'clock in the morning. So all wow. of these are between like 6.50, 8, 
or 6.50, 8 o'clock, or 10 o'clock. All optional, as you know. Yeah. Right? Um, the choice. And it's student-driven, student-led. Um, and, man, they've been keeping the kingdom over there in Mansfield. All bro. of these are student-led. These are student-led, bro. Like, they're, wow. they're, they're driving their friends. Not driving, but they're encouraging and calling their friends uh, to come keep the kingdom. You know yeah. what I mean? And so... Oh, man, it's been it's been awesome, and I'm excited that we got this thing called Fields of Faith mm-hmm. about to happen October 11th. We're gonna have it at Legacy High School. Yeah, man, we got like 12, 13 churches that are gonna allow their Wednesday night youth group to not meet just to come to this, so that everybody can fellowship and worship all in the same place. And so, who was all bro, able to come? Man, we uh, uh, I can't say yet. Oh, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm keep that. I'm gonna keep that secret. I might I might release that like the week before. Yeah. Um, but man, it's quite a few churches though. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. It's, it's it's been a real kingdom mindset behind it, saying, "Hey, we we will be okay with shutting our Wednesday service down for one night. Yep. So that kids can fellowship with their classmates all in one place, so they don't have to compete or have to worry about missing out on something. They can all come and fellowship together, and then go back to the schools and be like, "Yo, I seen you last night, bro. I didn't even know." Yeah. Right. And so, um, man, I'm excited I mean, about that. I think that's keeping a kingdom where it's like, we don't got to tie down service to the church. Uh, I can't, I can't go to that church because I'm going to miss my church. Nah, bro. This is all God's church. It's all God's church, baby. Oh man. Robbie, got to have you back, bro. Uh, that worship set before was, was, that was crazy. Needed. That was crazy. Well, folks, man, this is Sly with keeping the kingdom. Don't forget. It's not just the saying, it's a lifestyle. And, uh, man, we got more guests coming. I look forward to um, uh, having Robbie back on. Um, appreciate Mike. Appreciate, appreciate you come, coming to hang out with me, little man. You know, that's, 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 my, men, that's my mentee right there. That's my guy. He said little that's man, but this dude, this yeah, he, dude, this he, dude he, bigger he, than Sly. He's, he's bigger than me. Yeah. So I say that to make me feel better. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yes, um, man, this has been great. Uh, hey, go out there, like, share, subscribe. Share this with somebody that you feel like is going to bless their life. Uh, The goal of keeping the kingdom is to allow people to be able to understand that, again, it's not a saying, it's a lifestyle, and it's better if you die daily. Hey, this is your boy, Sylvester, a.k.a. Sly. Love you. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.